encouraging words, and uplifting music. This is Gospel Praise with Davina Japal on Joy Radio. You are listening to Gospel Praise on Joy Radio. On the lines, we have Kirk Franklin. So, we are here to talk to you about your involvement with House of Praise and the Open Heavens Tour coming up on December the 31st at the Hershey Center. You actually were in attendance last year and you're back again. How was it last year? And kind of, can you give us some sort of idea of what we should expect for this December? You know, that it was an honor to be there and I'm very excited about coming back, man. And I, uh, and I had a really bad cold, and the people were very nice. And I said, well, you know what? If you guys give me a chance to come back, I want to make it better. And so, uh, you know, they invited me back. So I'm really glad I can have a chance to even do it better than I did last time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, we really do yeah. appreciate you making your time just to even sit down and chat with us a little bit about um, basically, you know, your involvement again with House of Praise and just what you're doing right now. We know many eyes are on you, Kirk. Many eyes are on you. And that is a great thing, um, especially when you're representing Christ. So we're going to talk a little bit about your faith. We're also, you know, I think um, when, when we hear you and, and when you talk about your family, it sounds as though you, you hold them to a very, very high priority in your life. Would that be safe to say? Oh, yeah. You know, they are my life. Uh, uh, Yes, there's no doubt that who I am as a family man and what I believe as a family man is the essence of everything about me. And and that will always be the case. Uh, It is it is the foundation of what I believe that every man that wants to be pleasing to God should be. So, uh, you know, I'm just very honored to be a family man. I really am. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you see that more of a ministry than even your music? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the number one. That's the number one. Everything uh, else flows from there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that is the priority. Yeah. Now, just talking about music, like, what is it about your marriage between music and God that you really find very exhilarating? Well, I feel that they both feed each other, you know, that they both complement each other, that uh, that one gives strength to the other, mm-hmm. that everything starts with who you are privately, that your private life, your home life is the, uh, the beginning of what everything is. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, you know, we 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 just really glad. I'm very glad to be able to uh, try to fight for the things that I know that are important because I know that those important things are the fundamentals of everything else that I desire to do. So, what is your truth? What are these fundamentals that drive your actions? Oh, that that who I am at my core is I am a man of faith at my core, that that my faith is part of my DNA, that it's in my genes. And and so that being a Christian is not just just not necessarily what I believe, but it is uh, as much as me being a man, me being African-American, that that it is what defines me, Mm -hmm. that I am a a child of God and, and, and... that is where I take all of my cues from. I mean, it, it, it is the lens of how I see my race, how I see culture, how I see family, how I see marriage, how I see life, how I see loving people, how I see forgiving myself, forgiving others, how I see money, how I see time. It is all uh, structured from the framework of my uh, my faith. 
So when you say you are a man of faith, let's just dig a little bit deeper. What does that mean? What does faith, could you define it? Well, faith is uh, my confidence uh, in the historic and the historic accuracies of uh, of uh, Jesus Christ being a legitimate historic figure, and uh, that that figure being proven in history and in time, uh, whether through archaeology, uh, whether through history, whether through uh, just even historic findings that uh, that we come to believe that he was actually a man that lived on Earth and. and uh, did the miracles that uh, we that we believe to have in the biographies of him, and so that is what is the, the uh, template of my faith. It is the template of who I am. It is the template of my ideology and how the framework of how I think and and uh, maneuver is. And so uh, that's what I mean when I say that I'm a man of faith. It's not just what I feel. It is uh, it's what I know. And what I've come to believe to know through uh, through historic recordings and and, and uh, historic documents and manuscripts that that uh, point mm-hmm. to the historic of Jesus Christ. And could you talk a little bit about your experience with him? Because I'm sure faith also incorporates an experience with God. Yes, it is an experience, but 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 the reason why I put so much emphasis on the former yes. is because it's not a blind faith. It's not a faith that is just built on uh, uh, just emotions and uh, and uh, legend. But uh, there is a uh, historic evidence to right. be the template of what I build my faith on. Because even your faith has to be anchored in something that is fundamental. That has to be anchored in the truth. Because the truth cannot be arbitrary, mm. it has to be very fundamental. It's something that uh, you can be able to trace back and to document and to quantify and quantify. And so that's why I make that so important. Mm. But even as a person, you know, that has had personal experiences, oh yeah, I mean, you know, whether it was being adopted by a sixty-four-year-old woman that had no ed- you know, had no education but paid for my piano lessons, whether it was uh, me being abandoned as a little boy by my mother and father, um, whether it's me, uh, you know, having tragedies as a kid that could have taken my life but didn't take my life. And, you know, just all these definitive moments that I can look back and see the invisible hand of God uh, Mm. moving and maneuvering my life. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I respect that totally. Very, very much. Has God spoken to you? I believe that these songs or just manuscripts and moments of evidence of God speaking to me. When you hear someone like Magic E, you know that no human can just write that. You know, or when you hear the song like Hosanna, you know, you 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 are being moved and, and, and motivated and inspired by something that's someone bigger than you. So are there any specific pillars of truth that you hold that ground you that for example, one pillar of truth that I hold on to is that God loves me with an everlasting love that constantly is in pursuit of who I am. That's an everlasting that's a truth that I hold on to from my experience with God and from reading his word. Yeah, and and mine would be well, one of mine would be that I'm fully accepted. Mm. That 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 God fully accepts me. That when I say yes to His Son, I am fully accepted. That is no longer a performance. That I don't have to earn God's acceptance or God's approval. That one act 
of accepting uh, faith in His Son, and faith alone, and Christ alone, mm. makes me fully accepted by Jesus Christ, that I no longer have to perform, that I am accepted. Mm. Even if I lose an award, or lose a moment, or lose everything I have, that I am fully accepted. And that is something that uh, gives me peace to be able to to no longer have to feel like I have to perform. So do you think he accepts your sin and all, the good and the bad? What I'm saying is that he accepts me as his son. Mm -hmm. That he accepts me as his son. That when I accept his son, he accepts me as a son. Mm -hmm. That it's not my acts that cancel out sonship. Now, because I am a son, when I do fall in sin, like like an animal, uh, you know, falls in mud, you're not comfortable in the mud, mm-hmm. and you don't want to lay in the mud, stay in the mud, you want to maneuver from the mud, you want to get up from the mud. Mm-hmm. But the mud doesn't cancel out sonship. Me being uncomfortable in the mud really confirms sonship, because if I wasn't a son, I would be comfortable in the mud that I fall in. Oh, amen to that, actually. I, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. Amen. One, one thing that um, <clears throat> I've been um, thinking about, meditating about, would be grace, you know, and how grace is truly a, a gift from God. And just to kind of support what you were saying, I can't earn it. There's nothing that I can do to, to earn grace. Um, but I also recognize that what walks side by side with grace and even maybe before grace is repentance. And I think one of the things that I, I've been hearing a lot of people talk about is grace, 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 but I don't hear enough of repentance, um, whether it's behind the pulpit, whether if it's in the music, in the lyrics, um, and even walking through life um, w- with with that um, in mind and upon our lips, repentance. How, what are your thoughts with regards to that? Well, then when you have someone that you love and when you do recognize that you've hurt them, you are motivated to want to repent that that who wants to hurt somebody that they really love or mm-hmm. who wants to hurt somebody that they realize really, really loves them. And when you realize that you do, you want to make that right. And that's what repentance is. Because repentance is not telling God something that he doesn't already know. Right. Repentance is just agreeing with God that I agree with you that what you showed me was an area that I broke. Nice. So repentance is more for me than it is for him. Because he already saw it. He already knows. After coming out with your album, Losing My Religion, which actually got Grammy Awards um, earlier this year, and, you know, do you have a specific bent towards a specific truth or even, could I say, denomination? Or have you just thrown all of that out and said, nah, I am, it's just more relational, knowing who God is and holding on to oh, that yeah. truth? Oh, yeah. No denominations, no no orthodox structure. I'm saved by the grace of God, and I'm here as a um, billboard of grace that celebrates His Son, Jesus Christ, and Jesus is the light of the world. And I believe uh, in Him being the Savior of the world. And mm-hmm. so my job is to live that out so that people will come to know Him as their Savior. And you're living that out in the world, like literally, both in the Christian community as well as in the secular community. Do you f- find that very hard or challenging? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, but, but I believe that every 
person that is a Christian will find, difficult, will find difficulty living their life as a Christian in the world. I think that we've done people a disservice when we don't acknowledge that being a Christian is work, and it's hard, and it's tough. And Jesus uh, reaffirmed that. Um, what we see even in the Gospels when people wanted to follow him, and he would tell them, foxes have holes, and birds have nests, but the Son of God has no place to lay his head. He will, I mean, we see, tell, we see Jesus also reminding people to count the cost for the cross, to take up your cross and follow me. He was always referring to the cross, and the cross was not beautiful, it was not comfortable. And so, in this world, it is not a world of ease, being a Christian, that it can be a world of persecution. I mean, for the first hundred years, for the first 300 years of Christianity, um, the majority of Christians were being martyrs. They were being uh, crucified and killed because uh, being baptized publicly was a public stance against the uh, the, um, the government of Rome, mm-hmm. and so when you were being uh, so when you were being baptized, you were basically standing up uh, in 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 a a a view a uh, a uh, an ideology that goes against the uh, laws of the government. Mm-hmm. So you were being killed for that. You were being tarred. You were being beheaded. You were being stoned. And so I think we need to remember that, you know, coming to Christ doesn't mean you're going to get a Bentley, and it don't mean that you're going to blow up and make money and get a private jet. It it will be a life of some stones and some scars, but God will reward us in the end. So knowing and experiencing yourself, these challenges, which can be very brutal at times, both from um, our faith-based community as well as from the secular side, what allows you to continue to live a life so transparent to the world, to the world that would even seek to tear you apart? How do you live so transparently in in the public life? Well, because I'm flawed. (laughs) And I want to be able to put more emphasis on that. And 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 my inspiration would be Paul. Paul talked so much about that. I would rather show you my scars than show you the glory. You know that you know that I would rather talk about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may fall upon me. He said. Mm-hmm. And I just want first of all, and I just give him a time, and I do want to. Uh, encourage everyone listening to Canada. The reason why you hear my voice a little rough is I just did four concerts oh, wow. in two days. So uh, just know that I'm fine. I just <laughs> I just got back in the country Wednesday night. Yeah, no worries, no I, worries. We're just so happy yeah. that you're here with us. <laughs> I just want everybody to know that I'm okay. I don't want nobody worrying. But his voice is crazy. You know, I'm good. good. I'm tired. I've been drunk. I've been traveling a lot. Oh, okay, well, you're going to continue to be in our in our prayers and thoughts for sure. And we want you ready come December, seriously. <laughs> I'll be there. Good, I'll good, be ready. good. In addition to your life and it's starting, you know, um, in ministry at the age of 11, we see the influence um, that... The, the woman who raised you, who adopted you, we see the influence she has had on your life. And were there any other people who are like game changers for you? Like, for example, when you hear the name Tony Evans, what comes to mind? Oh, man, a, a man of integrity. You know, he is a man of straight integrity. And he is my hero in the faith. You know, that's who I want to be like. I want to be like him. So since the release of your first album in 1993, you have gathered many Grammys, and um, including 2017's Best Gospel Album of the Year for Losing My Religion. Are there any other accomplishments that you are looking forward to um, achieving, both personal or otherwise? I don't know. 
is I'm very thankful for everything that I've done and that's it's everything that I have and it's more than what I ever would have ever thought of in my life. So you, you really do live day by day. Yeah, man. You have to. You have to. You have to. But, but, but only because God only gives you grace that day. Mm. There's only grace that comes one day at a time. So mm-hmm. there's no need to put unnecessary weight on your table when there's not grace for that yet. Mm-hmm. God gives you grace for the day. And when I get to tomorrow, there'll be grace there. Amen. Amen. So did you ever think that you would have been on television, multiple different television programs? Oh, no. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. I had no dreams of anything that I've been able to do. I mean, I'm just glad to really, really, I'm extremely blown away myself. For every opportunity that I've been given, I am extremely blown away. Speaking about opportunity, we saw you earlier this year on Saturday Night Live alongside Chance the Rapper on Kanye West. Um, you, you were on the track basically singing um, um, Ultralight Beam. Do, do you have any reservations when working with secular artists? No, I'm a, my, my prayer always is that I'm always praying and hoping that people will pray for me, that I will be a light in these people's lives, that I will say something or do something that will that will be able to plant a seed in the lives of people. It's like what Paul said about him and uh, his partner, Apollos. He said, I plant Apollos waters, but it's God that gives the increase. And mm-hmm. I'm just praying that, you know, that I'm planting seeds, that I pray that God will give increase. And, you know, we may not see those increases in our lifetime. You know, what we have to remember is that sometimes we want to see the fruit now. You know what I mean? We want to see people change right now. Mm-hmm. And and we forget that even we ourselves didn't change right now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm just praying that I'm doing God a great service. So what I pray about, I am. I'm always praying I am. Amen. What about those um, artists who are secular and are pushing gospel music. Does it really matter who carries the message once the message is carried out? As I just pray that we will, you know, just make sure that we're praying for these people. You know, that that, that we're praying that God will use them and and use their lives and, 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 and do something great in their lives because it doesn't matter if the music is being done but the lives are not being changed. And I think that we, you know, just really should be really praying and asking God to really impact these people's lives. I had the pleasure, actually, of following your gifting for many, many years. And um, when God has blessed you, he has blessed you with everything. Your your sound, I d- love it. But what has really kind of captured me was your personal transformation. What I have seen um, from since 1993 to to present. Um, do you believe that your message is becoming much more powerful um, as you as you become transformed by the message? Wow, and I'm very humbled by that. Thank you. And I mean, that is a very, very, very kind compliment. You know, and I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question. And I feel like what I need to do is just keep my eyes on him and not worry about what I'm doing and how I look. I think that we are changed as we chase that if we chase him, that he'll change us. And I just want to keep chasing him. And I, and I do pray that I'm being changed as I chase him. Not being changed just so that it reflects in the music, but changed so that there's a real reflection in my life. 
Mm. Well, first of all, I have to say that I do see it, and I know many other people, they see the transformation for sure. Thank you so very much for your time, Kirk. It's been Thank a pleasure you. speaking with you. The honor is mine. Awesome. The honor is mine. Thank you. She lights up the airwaves. It's Davina Japal with Gospel Praise on Joy Radio.